And welcome to another edition of Sportsway Podcast. I'm Fitz Kerrigan. Here's your mom. And we're your host of this podcast. And we are back for another episode. A little bit of a break, just with all the things that have been going on. And let's get right into it with JFK's Topic of Day. So, my Topic of Day, it's a big one. It happened about 20 minutes ago. The Arizona Diamondbacks defeated the Los Angeles Dodgers. They not only beat them, they swept them. They swept them, uh, winning 11-2 to two in Game 1 in at Dodger Stadium, 4-2 to two at Dodger Stadium in Game 2, and then they won in front of their home crowd, 4-2, to two, with a record-setting four home runs in the third inning alone by... Um, uh, Pedrino, I think that's how you say his name. Cattell Marte, Christian Walker, and their um, hotshot catcher Gabby Moreno. His he hit originally hit a home run, but it was called foul. Next pitch hit a home run. So, um, pretty magical night for the Diamondbacks as they beat the Dodgers. The Dodgers had been over the Diamondbacks for so long, and the Diamondbacks finally get a win over the. Dodgers and they advanced to their first NLCS since 2007 and their third in um, their franchise history. Uh, the other one, obviously, 2001, where they won that and then w- went on to the World Series where they defeated the Yankees in seven games. Uh, every Arizona person knows that by fact. So, Christian, what are your original reactions to? Um, the Diamondbacks sweeping the Dodgers. Um, pretty excited, you know. I don't really have strong connections to baseball, but if I did, the Diamondbacks would be the strongest. Uh, living there for, you know, in Arizona for like 13 years or whatever. Uh, I went to numerous games, um, and I've been following baseball more than I have uh, probably at any point in my life this this year in terms of like looking at scores and stuff i didn't watch any games this year really on tv but i I check in on the diamondbacks and see how they do from time to time so you know this is great um that they're doing good i know they've had a rough couple years since they've lost uh paul goldschmidt but it looks like they're finally creating a, a a a strong team overall um and uh you know Baseball, it's really hard to get a successful team. So if you can get it, get start um, building from the ground up, that's a good sign because you know um, it's really hard to develop stars in baseball, to develop players in baseball. There's a long uh, farm process that all the players usually go through, and um, to see that the Diamondbacks are finally having some level of success. Um, with like you know like their rookies like Corbin Carroll's doing good, um, and some of their other players, that's uh, just a good sign for the Diamondbacks as a whole. Yep, yep, absolutely. And keep in mind, this team only won eighty four games. They were the last to, uh, team to get into the. Um, they were the last team to get into the playoffs, and they lost four. They lost four of their last. They lost four of 
the last games in the regular season. One in Chicago against the White Sox, and then the other, the last three, to the Astros at home. So definitely a rough um, patch of games there for them uh, losing. Uh, not very, not a very strong showing by the Diamondbacks, but they have been they were strong against the Brewers, winning Game One six to three, and Game Two five to two. Both of those being in Milwaukee during the Brewers year, and they end the Dodgers year by sweeping them in three games by a combined total of six runs for the whole series for the Dodgers. So that the Brewer, the Diamondbacks bullpen was just unbelievable tonight. Um, Joe Madding, Matt Mattingly came in and um, brought some, they brought some fire off the, out of the bullpen. Definitely a good, um, just a good pitching night for the Diamondbacks. Um, and you just like can't, can't ask for, um, anything better. Yep. Mantiply. Mantiply. I think that's how you say it. But he came in and gave the Diamondbacks two. He gave them some two strong games, game one and game three, and gave them really, um, really good, just a really good, um, some really good innings. And then um, Brandon Fad, I think. It's hard to pronounce. But um, he came in. He started today. He did not technically get the win, but Diamondbacks fans say that he would get the he got the job done. So very uh, strong performance from Brandon Fant, and they got to they got, they have to wait to see who they play. But either it'll either be the it'll either be the playoff it'll either be the Braves or the Phillies. That that deciding game. That deciding game will be tomorrow. At Philadelphia, it starts at 5.07. Spencer Strider versus Ranger Suarez. And then, uh, if necessary, game five would be Saturday in Atlanta. So, stay tuned for the game to see who the Diamondbacks will play, all the Arizona, uh, all the Arizona fans. And that wraps up JFK's top good day. Okay, all right. Um, so, for Mott's moment, um, I'm going to be talking about Miles Bridges as um, an arrest warrant. He's facing an arrest warrant for his arrest. Um, it says uh, criminal summons for allegedly violating pr- protective order, and he has, he has yet to be served. So I'm not exactly sure. I'm not a lawyer or whatever. I don't exactly know why he's be under, he's, he has a rest warrant out for him. But I, I think it has some, something to do with the connection of his, uh, this whole fiasco with his girlfriend and uh, assaulting her, and, and which, you know, which resulted in him missing all of last year. So I don't exactly know what's going to come of this, but I just wanted to talk about this with my moment. Miles um, Bridges is facing more legal trouble after just uh, sitting out the whole year last year. And signing a one-year, seven-point-nine million-dollar contract with the uh, Hornets. Yes. 
I mean, yeah, I mean, it's kind of, it's really dumb to have uh, Miles Bridges just like kind of like ruin his reputation, not but not as a basketball player. He's ruining his reputation, but not as a basketball player. So, um, I think it's just stupid, to be honest. Yeah. Um. So, all right. Well, we got we got some football and basketball to talk to you, but about um, start off with some football. Christian, what was the biggest surprise in Week Five for you? Oh, yeah, spot for football. Yeah, um, like the biggest surprise. The biggest okay, surprise. Yeah, I'm gonna have to say the Cowboys getting absolutely destroyed by the Niners. I think both of us could agree we didn't expect the Cowboys to get absolutely pounded the way they did. You know, people, a lot of doubters, been talking, you know, bad about the. Uh, about the 49ers and Brock Purdy and that this is he's going to get exposed this game because he's going against like a real defense like and he's relatively not had to face tough defenses throughout his career but uh he completely turned those haters down he had a very strong performance I think four touchdown passes Purdy did his thing and the Niners just absolutely destroyed the Cowboys it wasn't even close and I think that's what surprised me the most as uh they didn't even stand. They cut the Cowboys. Didn't even stand a chance, and they're they're look they're looked at as one of the top teams in the NFL right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. But this definitely. keep in mind. This is two times that the Cowboys have been stunned already this year. I don't. This is very not a good path that they want to go on. They're stunned by the Cardinals, and now they're stunned in an absolutely uh, embarrassing loss to the Niners. So, yes. Um. All right. I got a couple of surprises, but if I had to pick one, it would uh, it would probably be the Packers. <laughs> I got to go with the Packers because um, they were expected to they were expected to cover by like three and a half points, and they lost by four. Jordan Love was not impressive, not impressive at all. Not impressive. He threw three interceptions and no touchdowns. The only touchdown was a two-yard run by A.J. Dillon. Um, just not an impressive game by Jordan Love. He seemed, he seemed kind of flustered. I don't know whether that was Max Crosby or somebody else, but he seemed flustered in the pocket. And he seemed to be uh, rushing the ball away a lot. And I think that's what led to a lot of the interceptions. He got picked off twice by Robert Statline and then got picked in at the end of the game. Um, just not a very not a very um fluent not a very fluent game uh from the Packers. Not impressive. So we gotta just um we just gotta figure out What's next? Like, what? What do we do? Just got to figure out the next step after uh, losing to Vegas. We got to buy next week, so we got to go into that with our heads held high and watch some film, and then just look over and see what we got to change. Yeah, and there, there, there are some 
other notable moments throughout this week five. One was uh, Hackett getting his revenge against Sean Payton. We know a lot of the buzz from the Jets has died down, uh, you know, with the Rodgers injury. But uh, this was one that was still circled on many people's, you know, especially calendars. the Jets, especially the Jets and Jets fans' calendars as a chance yep. to get back at um, Champagne for the comments he made or the disrespectful comments he made towards Hackett earlier in the offseason. Keep and, my OC's name out your mouth. Yep, and even without Rodgers and a fully healthy Broncos. Broncos are just trash. Yeah. They, the Jets I mean, after that, after, after that, that really just clarified for me that they're really bad. Yeah, well, they're one and four now. I know. But you, uh, you, I got to say, uh, Russell Wilson's been balling. He's been playing his butt off. He hasn't had And what's wrong? Yeah, that's actually uh, somewhat of the opposite of how it's been. Throughout his tenure in the Broncos, he's been playing good. The rest of the team really has, and he's uh, he has twelve hundred yard, pa- yards passing, eleven touchdowns, and two picks. So he's he's been uh, pretty pretty wise with the football. But well, just, la- well, last year was uh, a, last year was a disaster. Yeah, I don't I don't um, think this Broncos is a mad hacket. They were closer to a championship than they actually were, and they rushed the rebuild, as we can see clearly now. I know. I know. There's a lot of hype with them after they got Russell Wilson, and it's pretty died down very, very quickly. Yeah, for sure. I I would tell, I would agree with you on that. Um. All right. Another big surprise. This might not be a big surprise to a lot of people. Um. New England got shut out, and now there are rumors that Belichick might get fired. Isn't this three games in a row of terrible play? Yes. Because they got destroyed by the... But I have a good feeling Belichick would never... They would never get rid of him. Yeah, you don't think? They would They would never fire him. Never. He. The only reason why he would leave is on his own terms. He would never get... He would never get fired. Never. Yeah, I think he might finish out the year. Yeah, and then I think he might resign after this year because Mac Jones is a little bit of a disaster. He's playing like one of the worst quarterbacks in the NFL right now. Who? Mac Jones? Yeah. I know. But do you think if cuz you you talked you you said this to me the other day. You said if Mac Jones was in the 49ers offense, he'd be such a good um he'd be such a good football player. He's got all the weapons. I didn't think say that. You said that. No, I didn't. You said you're like Mac Jones. If Mac Jones, if Mac Jones was in the 49ers offense, he'd be such a better football player. When? When did I say that? You're on the phone to me. Really? Yeah. Now. Okay. It, well, maybe that's yes, true. Yes. Yes, it is. Anyone would now, be better with the 49ers offense. But do you think if you switch Mac Jones and Brock Purdy, do you think it'd be the same stories? For like, do you think Brock Purdy would be the Mac Jones in New England? Uh, it's possible. Um, Brock Purdy seems uh, a bit wiser with the football, in my opinion, um, and what I've seen with him. But it's definitely possible because Mac Jones is under more pressure to produce than Brock Purdy. 
because if you look at the Patriots roster, it's not you don't see a lot of big name guys on the offensive or defense side of the ball, which means you know Mac Jones has to really uh, play like a Pro Bowler typically um, for the Patriots to get a win, which puts a lot of pressure on him to make plays, make you know good throws. Whereas if yeah. you look at Brock Purdy. Um, basically his main job is to get 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 the ball in the hands of playmakers, oftentimes on shorter routes or just like wide open play action passes, and uh, just don't turn the ball over because the defense will shut down anyone, as we saw them shut down the Cowboys, who have been pretty good against other teams this year. Mm-hmm. And the running game is the best in the league, as Chris McCaffrey is the best running back in the NFL. So – I definitely could see that see a similar thing happening if they were to switch, but right now Mac Jones he's been with the Patriots for a couple of years now. This is not his uh, first year he's been with them. I think this is his third year with the Patriots. Yeah, something like that. So you know he he has no excuse to be playing to be getting worse, which is what's happening, and that's how you find yourself out of the league when you show you might play good early, but once you start regressing. It's really hard to switch that. Yeah, for real. Um, another big, another big shocker was Buffalo losing to Jacksonville in uh, London. Yeah, that's what I was gonna point out. Yeah, it's um, just because I mean, you wouldn't expect Jacksonville to just come in and dismantle Buffalo like they did. Well, one thing I would like to add though is uh, those. Where was this played in Germany or something, right? Uh, no, yeah, you're right. I, like Germany. Yeah, uh, this these games in like Germany has basically become like a home game for the Jaguars because they play they play in Germany. I think every year. I so, know. So they I have think, so many fans. Yeah, so they've got kind of a fan base down there. So I'm not gonna. I'm not saying that has anything. Well, it has something to do with the win. I'm not saying it has a big. It's not an excuse for the Bills. They should have won that game. Uh, they're just more talented roster wise but um that's that was basically a home game for the jaguars yep yep 100% um another another big surprise was the bears just whooping washington on the road that was a big surprise for me um yeah, me too. Because, like, just because, I mean, Chicago, they're not that good of a team. They're not that good of a football team. I want to put that very, I want to make that very clear. Chicago is not a very good football team. Justin Fields is not that good of a quarterback. And to be honest, he's a little overrated. He just threw it to DJ Moore the whole time. That's it. DJ Moore had uh, 230 yards for three touchdowns. Justin Fields had 282 passing yards. 230 of that was DJ Moore. That's 52 passing yards without DJ Moore. You do realize that, right? Yeah. So, I have a feeling that 
Justin Fields was kind of playbooking. And I like to, I like to, me and my, me and my uh, co-quarterback Nathan, we like to use the term playbooking, where you're just looking at one, you're just looking at one person the whole time. Wait, did you come up with that term, or is that like something that's kind we, of? We no, it, it's been, it's been, um, it's been around for a while. That's a good, that's a good term. Really. Yeah, playbooking, which is where you only look for really one target. Justin Fields playbook, DJ Moore, hundred percent. Yeah, there's not, there's not, there's nothing else to be said about that. Nothing else to be said. Um. Honestly, I'm kind of shocked that just um Chicago won that game because everybody thought they were gonna lose, and Washington was favored to come in, coming in, going into the game. And I mean, Washington they don't they didn't they had less than a hundred yards. They had more first downs. Didn't have that had the ball like. Less than ten seconds less than Chicago. The thing that killed him was turnovers. The thing that killed Washington was turnovers. Okay. I think uh yeah, Sam Howell threw an interception and then a fumble. So not not pretty. Not pretty, unfortunately. Um, but what do you think? Do you, do you think this will raise the Bears' confidence going forward? Well, yeah, first win in what sixteen games? Yeah, so they've been at rock bottom, and I think now that they've been able to experience a win, not just a regular win, this is a prime time win. They they play and host- it was at away. It was away, so they- I think this is definitely a confidence booster, and I think will help them as the season continues. They play host. To Minnesota next week. What yeah. do you like? Do you, how, how do you think uh, that'll? Well, how I do think, you think that'll be. I think the Bears know they can win that game. As, as you know, the it's been showed that the Vikings haven't really been able to be Both anyone. Teams are one and year. four. It's for the basement of the NFC North. Yeah, Vikings are one and four, and most importantly, they're without Justin Jefferson for the next four weeks because he's mm-hmm. put, been put on IR. Yeah. Good, I don't have fantasy good, owners. Good, I don't have him on my fantasy team. Yeah, me too. I had him last year, and he did, he did well. Did. Wait, what? Do you remember what pick you picked him with last year? Yeah, my first round pick. Was it like later in the first round or early? Early, I because it was snake draft. I had the number two pick overall. I knew that by the time my next pick comes around, he'd be gone. And I really wanted him. So I got him. And then he put up 43 points for me week one against the Packers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was sad, but exciting at the same time. I bet. Very, very, very mixed feelings. <laughs> um, Very mixed feelings there, but more, mostly sad, more, more sad than happy. Yeah. Um, and I guess another game that was kind of big deal, uh, the Bengals got their groove back a little bit against the Cardinals, which I'm sure most teams could, except the Cowboys, because mm-hmm. that's the only win the Cardinals have. Against Cardinals the play the Rams next week. Yeah, division game. Those are always uh, 
interesting. Rams are two and three. Well, Joe Burrow against the Cardinals last week, he had 300 yards passing, three touchdowns, and Jamar Chase had 15 catches for 192 yards and three touchdowns. So both them got back on the same page, um, and that's a big deal. Now, I want to talk about Arizona. Cardinals, not Diamondbacks. What do you think the situation with Kyler Murray is going to be? Do you think he'll play? Do you think he'll they'll bench him? How do you think that'll work out? Yeah, I think that's interesting because I if I was Kyler Murray, I'd want to play because if you you know sit out and the Cardinals do bad and they end up getting a top pick, possibly even the first overall pick, I think it's very likely that they would draft Caleb Williams as. Um or one of the other highly touted prospects. So they'll be they'll be in the Caleb Williams Bowl. Well, yeah, right now they are one only one win. So so are the Bears and so are the Vikings. So right now. and the Broncos and the Broncos and the Panthers. But they and already the got a kid. Well, yeah, not the Panthers. They're gonna have to develop. Uh... I'm talking about like teams that are not doing good. Yeah, but um, so if I was Colin Murray, I'd want to at least you know get the. Cardinals a few wins, maybe get them out of the really high um, first-round picks, maybe get them, you know, out of the top 10, hopefully, um, or near the back end of the top 10, and just prove that you can, you know, handle this team and be someone to build around, because the Cardinals uh, right now, they're going kind of through a mini-rebuild, and the most important thing that we've seen and a rebuild is finding your quarterback or else it's not going to work. So either Kyler Murray needs to show the Cardinals that he's uh, the guy to be to build around. And I think coming back from injury this year will help show that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If, if possible, if he can recover, which I think he should. I think, I think he'll be able to. to rehab. He's more than capable of doing it. Yeah. So just got to see how it – just got to see how it rolls. Um. Yeah. All right. Now I want to move on to something a little bit new. The Sportsway Podcast. Let's talk about the biggest. Um, what we think the biggest surprises are going to be to this upcoming week. Christian, you go first. Oh my gosh, you're putting on that spot. Wait, what? So am I guessing? So that's so. Ba- no, just basically like the like the biggest like what are the biggest surprises going to be? for uh, this week? Like, who do you think will be the biggest surprise? It can either be it can either be good or bad. Yeah. Uh, uh, uh. Good or bad? Dang, you're... Um... I think... My prediction is the Broncos are gonna keep it a close game with the Chiefs. I hope the, Bron- I, hope the I hope the Broncos get destroyed by the Chiefs. That's my prediction. They're either gonna win or they're gonna keep it close and surprise you know the world. I don't. I don't think. surprise people. I hope. I hope the Broncos get destroyed by the Chiefs. Um, because if they because I'm looking to go to that Bronco Packer game in Denver. And if they 
And if the Broncos get destroyed, ticket prices go down. Yeah. Not as many people want to go. Um, you got one? Something that's going to yeah. be surprising? Um, I think that... Ooh. There's some really bad games this weekend. Uh, <laughs> um, I think Tampa Bay... I think Tampa Bay might shock Detroit. Uh, um, Tampa right. Bay, yeah, I think they'll shock them. They're playing at home. They're familiar area. They're three they're one. Gonna, they're rolling them a bit. I know, but I think they're going to shock Detroit. All right, I th- because it's at home. Baker Mayfield is hyped up after that Oklahoma win over Texas, and I think they're <laughs> just going to use that energy and. Uh, shooting the gun. I think he's going to use that energy to fire back. And I think that I think the Detroit's going to take another L. Um I want to I want to bring up one more surprise. Okay. Um I think that Dallas <laughs> I think that Dallas is going to rebound, come back, and silence the crowd at SoFi Stadium on Monday night. I think they're going to be shooting shots at me. A little bit. A little bit. Not going to lie. Not going to lie. A little bit. But I think Dallas is going to – because if you heard Dak's post-game presser, he's like, this is like – he said, "This is one of the most humbling games I've ever been. A part of. This is probably the most humbling game I've ever been a part of. I think, and I think that means he's coming out. They're coming out hungry. They're gonna, they're gonna try. They're, listen, they're gonna try to give it to you, and they're gonna try to give it to you early. Yeah, I know. So but watch, keep so in mind, we're coming I think, off the bye, so we're getting healthy again. I think that's. I know, be- but I'm just saying. Um, I'm just saying." Dallas, they're gonna they're coming they're gonna come out guns blazing, they're gonna come out firing. And it's it's gonna be it's gonna you're not gonna expect it. Well if they come out firing like Jordan Love, I'm not too worried. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um but they're it's gonna be it's gonna be great football. It's not gonna be Jordan Love football, it's gonna be great football. Well, I'm I'm not gonna lie to you. I think this is a big game for the Chargers. We're on a two game win streak, I believe, after falling zero and two. And uh, the Cowboys team is a legit team. Yeah, because then you play the, this win. Because then you play the Chiefs at Arrowhead. You need this win. Yeah, I think we're gonna beat the Chiefs too. So I think this would be a great confidence I booster going I wouldn't, for that game. I wouldn't get too ahead of yourself. You still I. I say if you don't beat Dallas, you're going to get destroyed by KC. Uh, I think even if we lose to Dallas, we're going to beat KC, but I think this one is a big would be a big one for us. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah. Then you got the Bears, the Jets, the Lions, and then the Packers. How about the Eagles? What Eagles. are they going to lose? They're still 5-0. and So are the 49ers. Who Eagles play? Who do they play? Uh, ooh, they play the Jets in New York. 
Yeah. Six and oh. So, um, I don't know. Maybe that just could shock him. I don't know. But, um, I doubt it. This seems like it's, uh, this is, it's getting a little, uh, a, hi- a little hype is building up for a potential Eagles Niners, uh, NFC championship game. A rematch. rematch. That'd be sick. Yeah, that'd be that would that would be dope. That'd especially be like a, with, a script writers writing, especially with especially script. with especially with a, a healthy Brock Purdy. Yeah, a rematch. Maybe get the Niners fan Niners get their uh, payback. Yeah, I think that would be a good script right there. I'm not mm-hmm. gonna lie. Um, and then I, I think another. Uh, Another upset might be is I think I wouldn't really call this an upset, but I'd say Seattle's gonna beat Cincinnati and Cincinnati. Yeah, I'd call that an upset and it's definitely possible though, because Cincinnati has been playing good. They did beat the Cardinals, but it is So does everybody else but Dallas. Yeah, but Dallas. Yeah, um, um, and I got C.D. Lamb on my fantasy team. He's been doing terrible. So, um, in a perfect world, I would like him to have a great game against the Chargers, but also the Chargers win. So, mm-hmm. hopefully, we can make that one happen. Yes. Oh, uh, hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> um. But, ooh. San- no, Carolina, Miami. I have a good feeling. Miami. Do you think Miami's just gonna destroy? Like, what's? How much does Miami win by? Uh, I say Miami's gonna win by. That Miami should win by at least twenty. Yeah. Um. And they're projected to win by thirteen to... and a half. Yeah, this. Yeah, they're supposed to cover by thirteen. That means they're um, supposed to win by 13, right? Yes. Yeah, right. Cover 13 points. Um, and then... Uh, trying to think. What, like, what other big games we got? Um, ooh, Indianapolis, Jacksonville. Jacksonville's 3-2. and two. They had a nice, long trip. And they should win that one because Indianapolis. Richardson. Richardson. Yes. Do you think... um, Do you think Gardner Minshew is decent? Decent. Uh, I think he's uh, below average. But good enough to be a back. Oh, backup, I'll tell you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. For sure. And then... We got New Orleans and Houston in Houston. Um, uh, I think Houston should win that one. Just Houston should of, win that one? Yeah, just based on is how Derek CJ Stroud's been is Derek, playing. And is Derek, Derek Carr healthy? Yeah, he's healthy. He just hasn't, he's been a little hurt, and he's not been. Yeah. i say... I say Houston should win, but I think it's going to be New Orleans who comes out on top. All right, all right. Has he just jumped um, over the pick yet this year? 
Let's find out. He's not throwing a pick yet. That's pretty crazy. In his young NFL career, he's not throwing a pick. You're right. Seven touchdowns. Bryce Young, Bryce Young has right. Uh, Bryce yeah. Throwing a pick. Like, I that ma- I know that that makes me sound really dumb. Um, ooh, Baltimore. We talked about. Did we talk Baltimore, Tennessee, in London? Oh, that one. Yes. Oh. International series. Yeah, that's gonna be interesting. No home field advantage for either team. Mm-hmm. Um. Who you got in that one, Fitz? Ooh, um, isn't there a little bit of a rivalry I, between I the got, teams? because uh, didn't like the, uh, the Titans fans like stomp on the Ravens logo? Yes, or it is. Yes, and, because of the logo stompings. You're exactly right. A little bit of rivalry. Exactly right. The Titans. Remember that year the Titans knocked off the Patriots in Tom Brady's last game in New England? Yeah, yeah. Remember that? Right before COVID? Yeah. The Yeah. When they when the Titans beat the Ravens, they stomped all over the Ravens logo. When um and then when uh and then when the Titans no, then when the Ravens beat the Titans in Tennessee, they stumped all over their logo. Yeah, so a little bit of bad blade. Yeah. I mean we'll see, you know. We you know, just gotta just gotta go in. Um just gotta go in and play play that kind of game. So um. Ooh, I got some London jokes. In London, how do you refer to a sleeping bull? In London, uh, you. Char- In London, uh, how do you refer to a sleeping bull? Uh. I don't know. How do you refer to a sleeping bull? A bulldozer. <laughs> I don't get it. Uh, oh. oh. <laughs> okay. One more, one more. In London, how do buses greet each other? They wanka. No, they double-decker. <laughs> 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 All right, I'm done. Um, but yes, I do think that I feel like Baltimore should win this game because they got. I feel like Lamar Jackson is a better quarterback than Ryan Tannehill, but Lamar Jackson is not a better running back than Derrick Henry. And don't don't sleep on the Titans, though. From experience, trust me, I know it might seem like an easy win, but turns out. They beat you, so. You lost to the Jaguars in the playoffs. No, but we lost to the Titans this year. Well, that's when you guys were trash. No, I'm saying we lost to them this year. 
I know. I'm saying that's when you guys were trash. What do you mean? That's when we guys are we're, oh, we're a good team. That's when you. That's part of when you were. That's part of when you are trash. Fitz, I don't think I'd be saying that after getting embarrassed on Monday Night Football. We did not get embarrassed. Well, Jordan. Lundin it was a good game, picks. and we almost won. Yeah, you almost won until Jordan Love threw it right to the defender for the third time. Thanks for the reminder. Well, I think you needed it based on all the trash you're talking about my Chargers. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. For sure. Um, But, I mean, I'm not going to sleep on the Titans. I just think the Ravens got a better chance of winning. So... We're chilling. Um, another, another game to keep note of is um, New England, Las Vegas. That's a that I think that I think that's a game that Vegas will just destroy. Um, I I mean, I feel like. Garoppolo through did like did you watch a lot you uh, you watched some of the Monday night football game against the Packers right uh no not really but G- Garoppolo was throwing a lot to Jacoby Myers instead of Devonta Adams that's part of the reason why I lost in fantasy this week um but he threw a lot to Jacoby Myers so but and they were good yards. Josh Jacobs did not get a lot. He only has two touchdowns. Rushing. Not great. Not great. Um, so I think Vegas got a – and I feel like Jones – I feel like Belichick will resign after this year. So I, I think he's kind of letting Jones kind of just like be Jones in a way. So I have a I have a good feeling Vegas might win this game. I feel like they're coming in high off of the uh after their win on Monday Night Football. I feel like also Jones Jones is gonna be intimidated by the Raiders pass rush. Like Max Crosby, um like just coming in trying to get him. I think he might be a little bit pressured. So we'll see, but um, it should be it should be a good game. It should be a good game. Just gotta wait and see. Um, all right, and then I think ooh Washington and Atlanta. What do you what do you make of this game? Uh, two mid teams, both with. Quarterbacks that have a lot to prove uh, and are really trying to show that they can be uh, leaders of their teams. Uh, And I think that's going to be a a, a crap show and battle of two uh, bad teams. So, you know, one coming off an embarrassing loss and one and the Falcons coming off of a good win. But I'm going to go with the 
I'm going to go with the uh, Commanders. I just think they're too talented to be losing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just especially on that defensive side of the ball with the pass rush. If you think about it, they got a lot of good receivers. They just need I'm, somehow to get them the ball. I'm kind of mixing of which direction I'm going. I have mixed um, feelings of which direction I'm going to go for because Desmond Ritter is not a good quarterback. He's not a great quarterback. He's all right, but he's not great. Um, is he better than Jordan Love? A bag of trash is better than Jordan Love at this point. Oh, you're um, jumping ship pretty quick, Fitz. A little bit, a little bit. A little bit. <laughs> a little bit. That's just, that's light, in my opinion. Um, but I just, like, Jordan Love, he just, like, he, he infuriates me sometimes. And I just think to myself, I just think, why, Gudachrist? Like, why? I had never heard of him before he got drafted. Never. Ugh. I just like to pick on quarterbacks because ours is not doing great. Um, but I have a feeling that De- Desmond Ritter, he's had a so-so. He's had his games. He's had up and down games. But I, their Falcons are at home. They're 3-0 and when they're at home. They're 3-2 and on the year. They're at home. I think they play better at home. And I think B. John Robinson is going to go off today. I got the Falcons. Um, all right, I think that's gonna ra- that's gonna wrap it up for football. Um, let's, let's move on to some NBA. We got some new. Let's let's go to the uh, big news from last night. Uh, Madrid beat Dallas. That was kind of shocking. Madrid. Madrid. Yes. What's Madrid? It's the team Luca played for in Spain. They played. They played the Mavericks. Yes. No, they didn't. Yeah, and they won. No, they didn't. Yeah, they did. Fuck undo composite. Yeah, the year. Dallas. Yes, in Spain. Fuck undo Campazo was on the Madrid team. Hold he, used, he used to play for the Nuggets. You yeah, don't believe yeah, me? Yeah, I know. Uh, yeah, it just seems kind of... This seems kind of weird. Dallas. Dallas would play him? Yeah. The country team. I know. And at in like their place. You realize that ever happened before? I mean, it hasn't happened in a while. I think the last time was when, I think so, just not not very often. I think that? that's when OKC played Madrid, and guess who was on the Madrid team when they did that in twenty twenty sixteen? A six a sixteen year old Luka Doncic. You know what was you know what was really funny, and was was just awesome. Dylan Brooks got a eje- Dylan Brooks got oh, ejected yeah, five yeah, minutes yeah, five true. minutes into his preseason debut. 
And did you see he was dancing pregame? His little yeah, cringy... you can't fi- you can't fix stupid, okay? <laughs> now we know why Memphis was so bad last year. I don't I don't hate Dylan Brooks. I just think he's stupid. Yeah, there's no player I hate more than Ben Simmons. Um. Uh, Clippers, they got a win. Kawhi Leonard actually played, scored, uh, scored 16 points, but he actually played. Right? It's a win. That should be a win for you guys. Um, happens once every million years. Um, Milwaukee lost to Memphis. That was all right. Jay Crowder was the highest. It was the highest score for Milwaukee at eight, fourteen. Desmond Bain at twenty-one. Of those points, um, Miami beat Charlotte. Um, I watched it, dude. I saw a video. Uh, Hornets posted the um their training camp highlight reel, and uh, our coach was in the background giving uh Brandon Miller and Lamelo some tips. Remember the Hornets guy. Yeah. From camp. Wait, you saw that? Yeah. I saw him in the background giving some tips to Wait, players. there's a clip of it? You just like just like when they were playing, he was just kind of in the back, like uh coaching one of the players up. That's sick. Yeah, it was pretty dope. Um so he I was mean, chill, he was chill. Yeah. Yeah. Who do you um who do you think is going to have a breakout year this year that necessarily Ooh. is kind of under the radar right now? Ooh. Oh, that's a good question. That's tough. I'm not going to say, like, a rookie or, like, a one of those guys because it's hard to predict rookies, and no rookie really usually plays, like, a full all-star. Maybe. I mean, it's possible, but all rookies have their ups and downs. None of them are usually going to carry a team. Mm-hmm. So, in terms of breakout player, someone under the radar. Um, so tough. Uh, I mean, I could say Anthony Edwards, but he's already kind of broken out, so I'm not going to say him. Okay. I'm going to say um, I'm going to say the guard for the uh, Rockets. Who is um, Jalen Green? Yeah, Jalen Green. Yeah, a good so, pick. That's a good. I like that pick. Um, they they got a lot better in the off season, which is gonna help him, help the whole team in general. I think he's just gonna just shine a little bit more. Yeah. Yes, sir. Um. Yeah, who do you? Got? This is gonna be. It's gonna be tough, but. Um. I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think who's kind of under the, kind of under the specs a little bit. Jalen Green, that's a really good pick. Um, I w- I was gonna say Dejounte Murray, but he's kind of he had that pop off year, his final year in uh, in San Antonio. Um, Lowry Markinen had a breakout year last year. No one saw that coming. No. No way. There's he was always, a role player. He's the guy who got traded for Donovan Mitchell. 
Uh-huh. That's what everybody thought at the beginning of the year. Um, oh, damn. Damn, this is tough. This is tougher than I thought. Um, I'm trying to think. I think Jordan Poole. Oh, I like that pick. Yeah, because he was kind of, he was kind of, he's kind of under the radar a little bit. Got a lot to prove this year. Yeah, kind of like showing Golden State. Oh, should have kept me instead of bringing. uh, And he's got a bigger role too. Yeah, this year he's going to be the star on that team. Mm -hmm. So I like that pick. I like that pick a lot. Yeah, I just I I feel like I feel like Jordan Poole is going to like have a breakout year this year because it's it's kind of his show in a way. Like Bradley Beal's gone. So there's nobody there's no like really they're in rebuild mo- they're in rebuild mode. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. They're in rebuild mode. They're trying to just like look at options and I feel like Jordan Poole can be a good a good piece of that rebuild. But I mean, we just got to wait and see at this point. I'm excited for to see what Jordan Poole can do. So, um, it's got to wait and see, but it should be fun. Um, now, who do you think is going to kind of sink this year? Like had a, good, had a good year last year, but it's kind of going to go under, kind of go under. Okay. Um, I want to look up. This is the easiest way to do it. Um, give me a moment because this, these are hard questions. All right. I'm. I'm just gonna look up the All Stars. Did Trey year. Young make the All Star team last year? Uh, I think he might have. I'm trying to check. Uh, oh my God! Show me the freaking All Stars. Um. All right. Um. My pick is Kawhi Leonard. <laughs> <laughs> of course, I just make every person that Christian like. Okay. Um. All right. Paul uh, George. Not Demar. Not Were you Demar? No. Uh, is this the full freaking roster? Remember, Doug already said Demar is a pretender. Oh, no, not so don't pick a pretender right now. Pick a contender who's going to be on the verge of being. Uh, pick a contender who's on the verge of being a pretender. Okay, I've got two right now. All right, go ahead. Okay, uh, my number one is going to be Jason Tatum. Ooh. I just think he's going to just not play to the level that he should. And, yeah. Um, I don't know. I'm, maybe I'm just a Jason Tatum hater because they can't get it done in the playoffs. I don't know. Mm-hmm. And I'm... my more realistic one is Julius Randle. He didn't show up in the playoffs as well. And you know, that's, he, he did... that's where you get <laughs> Yeah, it wasn't he. It was Brunson in the playoffs. Yeah, Brunson. Um, oh. So Ooh, those are another guys. another guy that I think is gonna have a pop off year is Jalen Brunson. Oh, good pick. You good think pick. he's gonna have more his his regular his postseason 
production is going to carry more over into the regular season. Yeah, I think it's his That's show. I, I think I, I like, I actually like this because I think Randall's going to sink and I think Brunson's going to rise up. Yeah. Rise up, RJ. Rise up. Light him. Light him up, RJ. Light him up. I still remember. Oh, my God. That was so funny. Um, And then a guy that I think I'm going to stay on the topic of the Celtics. A guy that I think is going to sink down. The man who signed the biggest contract in NBA history. Jalen Brown. Yeah, that's I think a good he, one, too. That's more think, realistic than he, mine, honestly. He, yeah, it is. Because yeah, Jalen Brown is their number two. Yeah. He's not even their number one, and he signed that big contract. It's going to be like Joe Burrow right now. You think it's going to get to his head? A little bit, but not as much as it's going to get into Joe. Not as much as the Joe Burrow contract is getting into his head. Um, but yes, I do think I do think at the beginning, it's going to get into his head a lot, and then he's going to kind of be all right, and then it's going to get into his head more, and he's just going to not play well. Yeah. Um. So I think, I think if those two have issues, Celtics are going to have some problems this year. Jason Tatum did not sign a new contract this year, right? No, I think he's next year. I think next year or the year after, but it was not this year. I don't think so. At least, is is. Hey, for these next couple years, like either this year or next year, or maybe the year after, we gotta kind of, we gotta enjoy the Warriors as much as we can because we're gonna be watching the we're coming they're coming to the end of the dynasty. I know. I know. Uh, I think trading Jordan Poole is like a last ditch effort to try to keep it alive as much as possible. Yeah, so that Draymond doesn't knock anybody out, and so like they can they think Chris Paul gives them more of a chance to compete for a title. Which I disagree with, but I do too. But that's the Warriors' thought process because they know that the the windows Mike closing. Dunley, that's Mike Dunleavy's process. Yeah, a lot of teams in the West are rising while the Warriors are just getting older. And uh, yeah, Steph's thirty five. Not even just Steph, like even Clay, he's not playing Clay's as well. Clay's like Clay's like thirty three. Draymond's not playing as well. Draymond's like thirty three too. That's going to give you what he gives you every night, but he'll probably see some decreased production over time or mm-hmm. more injuries. You know, yeah. Carrying, carrying, the, carrying a team uh, puts a lot of stress on your back, so that's how you get injured. I think also a big um, person that might fall off this year is um, Jokic. Ooh, Jokic. He might... He might go down a little bit. Yeah, he's right. still he's still gonna uh, stay where he is, but I think he's gonna go down a bit. Um. Um. So, but I de- I definitely think I I I think Jokic Jokic is Jokic. I think he'll be a little bit rusty after all that time in Serbia with the horses. Um. <laughs> But he'll find his rhythm. Yeah, he's got to get. He always he always looks so tired when he runs up the floor. The job is done. We can go home now. So, um, but we just got to wait and see. I'm excited to see where this NBA season goes. 
I think it's gonna be I think it's gonna be fun. So just gotta wait and see, but yeah, I'm excited. Coming up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's not it's not this next week, but the week after. Which makes no sense. I don't know why they do I don't, I think they're doing it a week later for the NBA tournament. Which that that still is a little bit stupid. I'm not fully on board with that. But we'll see. We'll see how it goes. Um now do you think who do you think is gonna be the most overhyped team throughout the year? For the NBA? Yes. Overhyped. Hyped means, you know, there's some talk for them to win a championship or be in a contending position. Yes. So I'm going to have to say Do I say the Heat? I don't know. Um, I'm going to have to go with... I'm going to have to go with the Celtics. I just don't think they... they I don't like what they did in the offseason. They, did they get Drew Holiday? Is that who they got? Yes. They did get Drew Holiday, but I still don't think they're going to be good. Really? Well, you think Drew Holiday fixes everything? Well, it helps. Yeah, that's true, but I don't know. I don't... The Celtics are a team that everyone's talking about, and you said overhyped, and I think they're just going to be like the Cowboys and not do good. Yeah. Cowboys overhyped. Or regular season. They could be a regular season Warriors, and then – Losing the playoffs. Early in the playoffs, which would yeah. still prove my prediction. So mm-hmm. that's why I'm going to go with Celtics. Yeah. You're up, buddy. You're not for, saving the question. For the overhyped team? Yes. Yes, um, yes, yes, yes. I think I'm, I'm kind of between a couple. I'm between um, Boston – And Your cousin from Boston. It's your cousin from Boston. Um, that, this might sound a little bit stupid, but Philadelphia. Um, I, that's what I was gonna say, but then I was like, I don't think anyone thinks they're gonna win anything. Yeah, yeah, I, I'm, yeah. Um, the Lakers. I think the oh, Lakers that's, might a good, be, that's a good one. They're... Lakers might be overhyped after all the success they had last year. It's going to all be a fluke. That's possible. It's going to all be a fluke. And then um, another team would be ooh, the Nuggets. I think they're uh, defend. I think they're defending champs. I think that title is going to get in their head. Some, not a lot, but it's gonna get in their head a little bit. All right, all right. So, valid. 
right. Well, you got anything else? No. All right. Well, thank you guys so much for listening to another episode of Sportsway Podcast. Um, we're going to try and keep it more consistent, but we're definitely going to have Doug on for uh, the next episode of the episode after that for a contender versus pretender um, about uh, about about maybe halfway, two-thirds through the uh, NFL regular season. So just stay tuned for more Sportsway and check out some of our other, uh, previous episodes if uh, you want to hear more of us. Uh, I'm Fitz Kerrigan. Fitz, And uh, we'll see you guys later. See ya. <laughs>